Hey everybody, it's Lisa Lampanelli, the Queen of Maine, and you know what? I got my own podcast. Yeah, does everyone have one? Pretty much, but mine's different because I'm going to help you like I help myself. Get Stuffed with Lisa Lampanelli every week is going to teach you how to have the fabulous life that I have. If you don't listen, you're just stupid and don't want to help yourself. So don't even listen. I don't even want you to. But if you do, if you disobey my orders and listen, you can go to feralaudio.com or download it from iTunes. But again, don't listen. I don't even care. Slumber party, Allie. Hi. Hi. It's Sunday afternoon. It sure is. It's how many degrees out is it right uh, now? It's approximately hot as fuck. Yeah. It's got my temperature gauge said 1 billion fucking degrees. Yes. Which is actually what the Fahrenheit stands for. It's F, F. It's actually also means fucking hot. Well, that's what I learned this week. So we're in my apartment. We didn't set up the TV because uh, please affirm, see aforementioned. It's so hot. <laughs> Georgia. What did you learn? this? Well, Allie. <laughs> hey, this is Slumber Party Podcast with Allie in Georgia. Yes, it we is. We always start this with one thing we learned. Mm-hmm. What I learned, George, Allie, yeah. is that there is a place called Frog Frozen Yogurt in Hollywood. Oh. Um, it's like a frozen yogurt bar, you know, like do it yourself. They weigh it. You know what else they do? Oh, no. They will deliver it Shut for you. up. $10 is all it takes. How much yogurt do you get for $10? Whatever. Well, you like, it has to be at least $10. So okay. you can get like two smalls with all these toppings. Or you can get like one large with like these toppings. And they'll deliver to you. They're up until midnight. That doesn't sound like a good business model. It's, who cares? Let's get at it. I mean, it sounds like great for us, but terrible for frog yogurt. Yeah. Well, what are they getting out of this? That, I bet they're, you know how much yogurt costs for people to buy? It's so cheap. I don't so know. So they just charge us three times as much. How much is a pizza when you get a pizza delivered? Uh, usually it ends up being around 20 something, right? If you came at me with a business model, it's like, you need to order at least $75 for the yogurt and then we'll deliver it. I'd be like, okay, cause you need to have a refrigerated truck. You need to get a penguin who could drive. Okay. You're overthinking this. I just, just don't accept understand it as your Lord and savior. Uh, okay. What'd you learn? what I learn? Um, I learned not to go into the frozen yogurt business. Mm-hmm. And also I learned about these, uh, I learned about I'm going to bring it back to bugs because I feel like I haven't had a good bug fact in a while. Mm-hmm. But I was reading about it and I'm reading about bugs that use tools. Mm-hmm. You know how a big thing in like animals is like if you use tools, you're like next level mm-hmm. baller mm-hmm. in animal. And so there, there are a few bugs that use tools. And one is the type of ant that will go up to its rival ant's nest and just drop boulders in it like Indiana Jones so it can't get out. <laughs> and they wake up and they're like, what the fuck, man? What the heck? But, um, but there's a type of weaver ant and they call this a tool because it implements a certain thing to use as glue when it's building its nest. So they take leaves together, they make a nest out of leaves, and they use the butts of their babies. Larvae make a silk that the adults don't, so they will grab in their jaws a larva and they'll use it like a glue gun <laughs> to make their house. And they rub their babies' butts yeah. on things as glue. Yeah. It'd be like if you were building a house and you're like, I got a bunch of leaves and some duct tape, but the duct tape comes out of my baby's butt. So I'm going to hold my baby in my mouth and I'm going <laughs> to duct tape my house together. And then someone's like, hey, good job. You used a tool. What if like cats did that? Or That'd dogs? Awesome. 
And there's just like a thing that they did. Yeah. You don't you didn't know that? They grab their kittens and they smear their butts <laughs> on uh, Oh, that's adorable. I know, isn't that kinda cute though? Yeah. Anyway, that's what I learned. We I love it. Ask our hey, or? let's introduce our really awesome guest okay. who's a writer and a comedian and a musician and so f- effing funny and talented and we love her. Her name is Karen Kilgarrow. Oh, hi. Karen hey. Kilgarrow. Hey. Big fan. Big fan. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for being here. With you gals. You gals. What'd you learn? What'd you learn? I learned, this is a little bit woo-woo, which is kind of my thing. I love it. Um, but I learned that the best way to say no to somebody that you don't want to say no to as a person, but you want to say no to the thing they're asking you for, is just to say that's not my thing. Oh, it job. was like it came to me. Someone asked me to do something and be on like a the panel that picked people to do something, and I got all stressed out about it because I felt like I immediately had to do it. Like it's that thing where someone asks you to do something, you're already doing it. Yeah. Instead of like that, you you almost go into that thing of like, well, I have to do this and this and this, and then I realized I just don't want to do it. <laughs> like I and I first of all I had to realize like I have preferences and that's fine. A human being, and then I was like, "Well, now I have to tell them I don't want to do it." But normally, I would just lie and be like, "I have ice skating lessons or some <laughs> weird shit." Like, "Oh, I can't," like some weird thing. And instead, I was like, "Oh, I don't have to lie, and it's not that big of a deal." And I just get to have a preference where I say, "No, thanks. That's not my thing." What did they say? They said, ah, "We totally understand. Thank you so much." That's great. Because I said, "I adore you guys. I would love to do anything with you. This is just not my bag." The end. Did you feel like a, like a, you had. A woman. Yeah. Did you feel like a woman? Yeah. And a boss. And did you feel like, oh, I'm prepared no matter what now for another one of these situations? Yes. It was like I bought the most perfect Ann Taylor boss suit that Uh I now Mm. am wearing invisibly for the rest of my life where I finally realized that my own reason is good enough. I never do that. I'm always like. Yeah, I'll go with you to this concert with a million people there and no seating and like general admission. I'll That's go. Not your thing. That's so not my, thing. not my thing. And I don't have to be like, I love you. I, I care about you. So I'm going to go and be supportive of you. And then hate it and be like, oh. I'll be yes. like, I. that's not my thing, but I'll go to dinner with you beforehand. Exactly. You get to, you know what? Morning. It's better to state your thing or what isn't your thing than people know. Instead of treating them like they're weird hothouse flowers that couldn't handle the facts of right. just like, I don't like that. Like, you don't have to match personalities with the people around you to get along with them. You don't have to like, you don't have to just, because you get picked for a thing. I think that's the other mm-hmm. a- element. I was honored to be picked at, cause I didn't necessarily know these people, but it was like a comedy thing. So it was like, we've picked you. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like that, that's like a thing in this business where people kind of use that as like, well, you have been chosen. Now do exactly what we want you to do. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you kind of get in on something. And they also say there's so many, there's so much in this, in our society that's like, you have to say yes to things that scare you. You have to say yes and try it. You have to yeah. see if you can do it when it's like, and that's so much pressure to be like, well, if I say no, I'm letting myself down. I'm not, I'm not doing this and that. And so you stress and stress about it when really it's like, it's, it could be something that it's just not right for you right it's the difference between being an adventurer it's like I'm I am an adventurer I don't live like a closed down life so I don't have to say yes to everything because I do oh I do that in all these other ways so there get to be ways where I'm just like no how much would you rather to if you invited someone to go do something and like oh you know I'm 
wish I could do it. That sounds so fun, but I have an orthodontia appointment, and then I have a kite flying lesson. Yeah. And you're like, God damn it. Okay, I'll try and get you in the next one. Wouldn't you rather they were like, oh, I don't want to do that. Because yeah. then you just cross them off your list. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then you know that person. It's like, that's the point of actually being friends with people or getting to know people is actually knowing what they're like, as opposed to like, are you going to be my weird shadow? Oh, well, then go fuck yourself. Like, no one's looking for that. <laughs> so you might as well just assert yourself and just be like, hey, cool, but no thanks. Like that, and and that that's uh, I'm saying that as if this is something other people need to hear. When I know that, as a forty-something woman, that's completely my <laughs> realization. That I'll, probably a lot of people at you know around twenty were like, "Yeah, that's fine." But for me, I just never was able to do this until like literally two days ago, where I was like, "Oh, the phrase not my thing is uh, is a full sentence." That's I feel like that's you being say. vulnerable. Is Too, it? right? Do you think it is? Wouldn't Brene, Bren? Brene, 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 Brene yeah. Brown of Daring Greatly, Daring Greatly would say, "Be vulnerable," because that is you do. You are like, here's what I like and don't like, and they could come back at you and be like, "Karaoke's not your thing." Yeah, don't you like art? <laughs> and you'd be like, now "Or you know they this. could be like, you're." By saying no, you're somehow an asshole or a snob, which is like my th big thing. Is and like, that's their that that's their issue. Right. As I guess long as you're not a dick about it. Probably wouldn't work for someone's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, do you want to celebrate my existence? And you're like, I really don't want to. <laughs> I guess you could just be like, parties aren't my thing. What do you do, though, if like, like I had a, you know, like I have friends and it really stresses me out lately when people are like, here's what I'm doing for my birthday. And it's this incredibly complicated thing. Like, no. go to a fucking bar and, and let people buy you drinks like a normal human being. Instead, don't make me drive to Pasadena to some like... A bar that has this complicated thing. And well, like a dress code and a, a list. Dress code, and then I'm gonna have to drive home, and I don't want to. I don't want to put myself in a situation hey, where I need to drink and drive. That's basically a drinking and driving themed party. If you're inviting <laughs> people to Pasadena <laughs> to drink and then drive, I mean, yes. that's that's you're that's what you're asking. I think for. birthdays are like, come with me to this place I love to go to, and don't make me pay for any of it. Well, let's play. It was my let's play. It was my birthday. Let's want to play a slumber party game. That's you. You can't say no because it's you a can't slumber say party. I don't know why I asked you that. But it's my thing now. I <laughs> I love to say no. I finally figured out how to do it. You can't say no. Yeah. You could say no. Well, okay, let's so hear what it is. Let's hear it. Is. Are you gonna put my hand in water? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put no. your hand in water. You're just gonna urinate on yourself. Okay, fine. And it's fine. gonna be recorded. Are you okay. cool with that? <laughs> yes, sure, guys. It's my thing. I want to belong to the party. But no, we play a game called It Was My Birthday, and no, it's not. It's called. It was my birthday. birthday. And it, that's just essentially like, it's like a font would be like Adobe entitlement. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, but we talk about your best birthday or even your last birthday or your worst birthday. But you know, it's funny because like every time you see a person, like someone's a dick to you in a parking lot, right? They cut you off. And you're like, nee, you're a dick. But you're like, you know what? That person has had like a really bad birthday. That person, <laughs> what did that person do on their last birthday? And that can, like, what if that person like missed their flight and ate Cheetos alone on their last birthday. But what you don't if, know that also, about like, them. What, what if it's like you have a secret to birthdays? Like our friend True. Kat just went to Chicago alone for her birthday and was like, fuck everyone. Goodbye. Wow. Yeah. To do a specific thing? To go see the city and eat and drink and have fun. Oh, wow. By herself because she hates birthdays. Birthdays? What about you? She doesn't like drinking and driving. <laughs> she doesn't like drinking and driving. <laughs> to Pasadena. We're going to go Shocking. to the Jägermeister go-kart field. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was a little nervous, Allie, of your last birthday party. It what ended up being great. One? Oh, I thought my last one was foolproof. It was great, but before, but bef when I got the invitation, I was like, "Huh?" It was a full 
beaver moon party she had a party in a, in a in a field late at night yes. where it's illegal to go to late at night and oh, drink okay <laughs> yeah and also initially when you put the, when you made the invitation you accidentally made it to start at 11 p.m oh that's because i was i made it in new york and i met yes. west coast time anyway on my, my last birthday there was a full moon and the last moon in november is called a full beaver moon because <laughs> that is when uh native american tribes would build dams like their last dams before everything froze over Anyway, um, so it was a full beaver moon party, and I was like, I have a telescope. Let's just go meet in a, at night in a public park, and you can bring wine if you want. Also, someone brought something to make an open fire. You're right. It was a little... <laughs> I Looking back on it, I was like, what could be simpler? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It was great. It was, ended up being such a great party, but I was yeah. so... It, it was a stressful thing. Because what? Because like all the variables were yes. too... Yeah. So many variables. There were a lot of ways you could get arrested on unintentionally right. arrested exactly. mm-hmm. and the, the peeing situation is difficult yeah the people peed in bushes yeah always a concern right yeah, yeah especially for someone who pees a lot like yeah myself. for sure me too i really didn't realize uh quite what a terrible <laughs> idea that was anyway what was your last birthday <laughs> i think sounds fun it was so much fun but i do have that thing of i would have been the person that was always looking for cops if i knew that yeah. was a possibility and then i would have that i just have that weird thing of yeah. like i don't want to get in trouble if the cops showed up i would have just been like astronomy and they would have been like oh sweet continue moon gazing i don't know like i'm naive about it i was like no one here has a knife right yeah. exactly. well you don't know your friends that well that's do you true. or the people hiding in the bushes right 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 who were just us peeing right. anyway okay your last birthday or your best worth birthday i can't remember my last birthday because i think it was like it was one of those i maybe i was home with my family and we just did something really low-key where's your family uh, Northern California. Oh. oh, that's lovely up there. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I feel like um, there's a lot of goat farms and like dairies and wineries. Yeah. Rolling hills. Well, tons of rolling hills. Like gift shops that close at like six. Yeah, because they're just going to make dinner in the back. Oh, shut <laughs> up. That's yeah. amazing. There's a place that's on the way from my hometown, Petaluma. You drive out to the beach, which is only like 20 minutes away. Oh. And you drive through a little, you can drive through a little town called Freestone. And it is a one street town. And one of the only things in the town is a bakery. Mm. And you stop at the Freestone Bakery. And it's these women. We went there like just by chance on Halloween one year. And it's clearly a coven of witches that run this bakery. (gasps) Because it's just all these women in this huge room making all this insane, all these insane baked goods and breads and things that are like insanely delicious. For whom? Like whom buys them? Um, well, they ship them to like oh. my town and then cool. the, and maybe San Francisco because they're very artisan. It's almost yeah. like La Brea Bakery style, <gasps> but desserts as well. That's but my it dream. was like we happened upon it. It was uh. the best. And I for probably 20 minutes, I was like, I think I have to move here. Because it's like in this part of um, Sonoma County where it's all rolling hills, green rolling hills, and then these long strands of eucalyptus, um, oh. lanes of eucalyptus, Stop that to it. me is just my favorite. What visual. if, um, yeah, what if we need to do that? Move to a tiny place. If you could get a discount on pastries, would you become a witch? Oh. Like, would you be like, I'll join your Wiccan party? How, what kind of discount do I get? I think that's a big stretch. Yeah. I'd do it. You can make your own pastries. Can uh, you? Is there like a Wicca light? Is there like a oh. semi Wicca? Like, so you could just skim Wickish, like you, candles, just a candle thing, just candles and like dresses and like kind of like wolves. But like you're, <laughs> you don't have to do any spells or there anything. There must be spiritual. Right? You're a spiritual person. 
You just get one of those stickers that says, like, women run with the wolves or whatever. (laughs) you got to have crystals, right? You know what I want? I want to put something on my my Hyundai Elantra that says, my other car is a broom. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I want. Um, Speaking of witches and brooms and stuff. Yeah. Can we ask you your ghost stories? Oh, Oh, yes. That's my... We hear that you have great ones. I do. I have two. Uh, One is from college. We lived in this house in Sacramento. Um that uh, it was me and three other girls. And it was the summertime in Sacramento. So uh, my friend, one of my friends had the upstairs, what used, it was like a redone attic that she literally couldn't be in for the whole summer because it was th- probably 300 degrees in this oh, room because no. Sacramento, yeah. like outside it was 110 Jesus. and inside our house it was probably 90 but then if you the closer you got to the swamp heater it would it was like 89 Ugh. so we'd literally get drinks and sit around the swamp heater all day that's long swamp heater it's the thing that goes in the window that's that's it cools like electrically as opposed to central air oh you it know has the, a, it has water in it so it, mm-hmm. it's almost like a mist fan so I've it never it puts heard of it like a little mist of water on you then your body is like okay i'll evaporate this and your body temperature goes down like <laughs> half of half a degree yeah. wow so we'd like sit with our like our arms up on the swamp heater oh. and like try to get cool it was really super miserable so um basically we would have friends over all the time and we would party at night and then inevitably somebody would wake up in the day and go who was doing dishes last night and nobody would we never put it together we never talked about it it would always be like no i didn't and one time i slept on the couch in the front room and i distinctly heard the water running i woke up the water was running dishes were being moved around because we never did the dishes you had a ghost made sink full and so there was like some action in the kitchen um and i never even thought to ask anyone i was just kind of like oh that it was like that weird thing you know in your 20s and you just kind of are going along you're just hoping everything doesn't explode all the time so (laughs) especially when there's a lot of you too because you just don't check in with anyone yeah you don't check in and you're you're like i avoided the kitchen altogether because i never washed one dish and they hated me for it (laughs) and i didn't care so it was always kind of like well let's just see if one of them starts crying and then i'll do the dishes it was (laughs) it was kind of you know i was the, the evil roommate so anyway we had that a couple times, and then one night, or what? I had this dream that was very, very upsetting. I my room was in the front of the house, and I had this dream that I heard people talking on our front porch. And I got up and looked out, and it was like an old-fashioned door with the glass at the top. Mm-hmm. And I looked out, and there was a mother and a daughter with braids and with a suitcase. And the mother was saying to the daughter, "We're just going to stay here for a little while, and <gasps> hopefully, he goes away." <gasps> We'll just we'll just hide here. And we had this weird tiny front porch on this house. So literally I woke up like in the dream. I was just looking out the window watching them talk. And then I woke up and I was really upset when I woke up. So oh it wasn't God. it was like a nightmare, but it didn't track as nightmarish yeah. except for just the really bad feeling. Yeah. Like, Such goosebumps right now. So I opened the f- door to my room, which opened onto the front room near the swamp heater. And my other roommate who was supposed to be up in her attic room that couldn't sleep up there slept downstairs all the time. When I opened my door, she woke up and she went <gasps> like that. And I was like, I was looking at her and she's like, oh, I just had the worst nightmare. And I go, was it the mother and daughter with the braids? <gasps> no, and no, no. she burst into <gasps> tears and goes, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Oh and she like, started screaming. And then we were just both staring at each other. And we, we talk about Allie's face real quick before we go on right now because Allie is hyperventilating. Are you crying a little bit? <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> You're making Allie's day right now. Um, That's so scary. 
hilarious. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, you're crying. Shut up. <laughs> and so here's the thing that like, this is what I love about this story is oh. then like in any good horror film. You find out who you used to live there. Everyone leaves for oh. the weekend but me. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Bye, I say innocently to everyone as this thing no. happens that like literally seconds after it happened, we're both cracking keystone lights as if nothing happened and not talking about it. Oh, my God. Um, so everyone leaves for the weekend and I'm in this empty house by myself. So and I'm reading Silence of the Lambs, the book. Oh, good. Oh, Bad smart, idea. Smart, smart, smart. So I go to bed <clears throat> and I wake up. Oh, this is this is going to take a little bit of explaining. It's slightly irritating, but my ba- the bathroom was connected to my room and then the back hallway. So there was a door that opened onto the bathroom from my room, and then the, on the other side of the bathroom, it opened onto the hallway where my roommate Christie's room was, and the stairs up to the attic. And I woke up in the middle of the night hearing someone walking down that back hallway, and I was laying um, with my back to my room, facing the wall, hearing slow footsteps and I thought this is I'm asleep this isn't really happening it's just the house crickling and the more I'm saying that to myself the more it's very definitive footsteps walking down this hallway then I hear the bathroom door open no. Then I hear three footsteps go across the linoleum to the door to my no, room. No, I would no. kill myself. No. Then I hear the door to my room open. Nope. So at this point, I am just staring at this wall. Dustin's face right now, too, is I'm losing I'm fully it. awake. I, I believe that I'm awake. I'm sure we could go back and they could prove to doctors that you I wasn't or something, but I'm positive I was yeah. awake. You were, having a, you were having an experience. I was having a very real, real experience. I'm staring at the wall going, this is how I die. No way. That's so crazy. I've always been interested in murder and now I'm going to be murdered. You thought I was like a murderer. I was positive. There was a man in the house. Yeah. My door, my bedroom door opens. I hear two (gasps) slow, quiet steps on shag carpet, which was what was in my room. Then I feel my bed tip back as he sits on the edge of my bed. And I'm staring, literally like my hands were underneath my cheek, like little prayer mode. And I feel, I just feel myself tip backwards. <gasps> like towards him? Towards him. And then one oh. arm goes under me and one um comes across and starts hugging me, hugging me, hug tight, 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 tight. Until like all the air is pushed out of me and I am sitting there like I can't breathe. And I'm like, holy shit. Did you think it was a person still? Yes. And then... And then, like, boom, it was just over. So, like, suddenly I could breathe. I took this crazy gasping breath and called my sister and, like, you have to. It was, like, 3.30 in the morning, and I called my sister and said, you have to come and get me right now. And she was so mad at me because she was like, you scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, you you have to come right now. You can't, like, get in your car in whatever you're wearing and come and get me. And did she do it? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then I stayed at her house until all my roommates came back. And then we just kept living there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you tell them about it? Um, yeah. But I mean, I it was really embarrassing. Like, I didn't... I was by myself. Yeah. I was reading this scary book. I just didn't think people believed me. But what I honestly think happened, because I kind of believe in stuff like that, and I just... I was hugged by a ghost. I was hugged by somebody. Yeah. I'm That's positive. That's so much worse than Touch My Angel, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Yeah. There's no Delores in my story. Oh. Um, I think that the person that was living in this house killed those two, the mother and daughter. And I think his ghost is still in that house. And I think he put the mother and daughter in my room 
and then went and murdered them. That's just my personal theory. Uh, holy shit. How long had that house been there? It was from the 30s. Holy ball. That's like the, that's the most haunted time in the world. The worst <laughs> it was a bad ever. time for yeah. haunting. Did you ever ask the landlord how many bodies were found? No, because the problem was we were always like super late with our rent. Oh. And when we finally moved out, we just put all, this is one of my favorite, like a visual that'll stay in my head forever. We just, we cleaned out the whole house. And we, so we had like, say, 20 garbage bags filled with garbage. And we just put them all in the garage and shut the door. And left, <laughs> like, knowing we weren't going to get our deposit back. Uh, knowing it was just somethings. like, yeah, exactly. Just the burn, burn the ground and run. So oh. I can't even, I've tried to look it up and I don't know what the exact address is. Did you ever, have you talked to those roommates since and like compared as adults, compared notes? No, we had, it was like early twenties. Everybody fell apart. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. Slowly one by one. It was like, it all peeled off and mm. went terribly awry so that's the worst thing i've ever heard i actually still do talk to my friend patty riley who's the one that lived in the attic i'm still good friends with her but for a while her we ghost were, we or her oh. oh wait she's been dead this whole time oh my God. Oh my God. that's the scariest shit yeah, i've ever I like heard <laughs> we need to recover from that it's pretty good i feel like i'm pretty good you guys have a good podcast <laughs> you out Bye. you checking out checking yeah. out you just can't <laughs> no nope. can't do it that's no, for scary. like life, for life wise. You're like, oh. remember that day that Allie became catatonic and never functioned again? <laughs> remember when she couldn't anymore? Yeah, she, she just didn't. She just what, stopped. Can doing you it. check yes or no? No, I can't. <laughs> That's <laughs> the scariest shit ever. It was pretty crazy. I just love that it was so, like, when you watch those ghost shows, when I watch them now, even, you watch these people who have things happen to them over and over again and they don't move out of the house or do anything. Yeah. And it seems so stupid, but having actually gone through it, you can't talk about it like you it's so weird but like people will be like who was doing the dishes last night and like literally legitimately angry and and you just kind of go like huh, whatever because it's so weird you just don't know you don't have the answers and so that's you hard don't. to come to that conclusion to, to be like must have been a ghost right. doing the dishes yeah. like what yeah do, do you how do you explain it if someone's like please explain how this happened are you like fucking ghosts or are you like you know what it could have been i tried it i was taking a new allergy medication like what how do you explain it what do you think is the explanation the th I mean, it could have been a medical thing. It to could get hugged been... by a ghost and have the same dream? Right. The Come same on. dream thing is the reason why... Like, I could have said, oh, I was having a very upsetting lucid dream or something mm -hmm. like that. And it was based on the fact that I was reading, you know, Silence of the Lambs. Except for my, what happened it had nothing to do with, like, I wasn't a detective. There was no... You know what I mean? It wasn't like... I never saw the thing's face. It wasn't, you know... It wasn't the same at all. So uh, I don't know how to explain it. I just think that there were super bad vibes in that house to begin with. I think having the same dream as your roommate in a way that I weirdly like blind tested her accidentally yeah. just by saying the thing. And she like, it was like you. She did not like it and was like very upset by wow. the fact that it happened that way. And I kind of have that thing of like, fine, if the scientist came in and said, radon gas was leaking yeah. in and you mm -hmm. hallucinated I'd be like fine but I also know the experience that I had and I can remember it very very clearly so. I wonder how many like you know the bad vibes you get in certain places that you go and visit and like I wonder like what percentage of them is 
I, I wish we could know, like, well, yeah, that guy that was sitting at the counter is a fucking serial rapist. Yeah. I was just That's why say, you had bad vibes. It, what if we, you know how before we used to be like, well, you must, if you have bad humors, that must <laughs> yeah. be, you need to get this part of your body leached. Like, we didn't know what cancer was for a long time, maybe. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what diabetes was. And we didn't know that we were like, well, the woman can only make daughters kill her. <laughs> like, we didn't know yeah. how science worked. What if we find out? What if the next generation is like, oh, yeah, people didn't believe in bad vibes and now <laughs> we have vibometers and you can just tell where vibes are coming from well you, I, yeah well it's just i was gonna say like the guy robert durst in the jinx Ugh. where the first time i saw his face on the tv screen he was like it was one of those perp walks where he was coming around a corner i don't know the perp walk when they like walk the perp to court or out of court to Ooh. jail like to get him arraigned like that would be the first perp walk like orange jumpsuit jail jailers around him type of like has his hair the way it was when he got arrested or whatever yeah Ooh. so the first time i saw that shot his eye like he looked like a demon to me yeah right? and i think there's like those there are those people that i think you you could be you could know about certain people, but you also just wouldn't. It's about a safety thing where you're not normally around like full on psychopaths. Mm-hmm. So you probably aren't working on it to mm-hmm. go, oh, I better really get this sense going. Yeah. But if we, I don't know. If but that it's was also, if you studied. think, I was just talking to a butterfly expert about like monarch butterflies being poisonous. And then they, there's mimicry where other butterflies are not poisonous, but they look a lot like it. So birds are like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to eat that. And they're like, wah, wah, I'm not poisonous. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when was the last time you saw someone in a jumpsuit and handcuffs and you're like, he seems cool. Like who <laughs> right. you have like, it's the same thing where like you see anyone in a mug shot, shot is like, yeah. Shit is like <laughs> you're like oh that's a crazy person. Well, also the you same never time, see normal people like that. Oh, yeah, also, at the same the same time with that is like, what if you see someone like I have a bad vibe about him, but really it's your brain being like those eyebrows and that the look in his eye and that like that lip and teeth are the same ones that like Hitler had, and you just don't put it together because your brain just automatically that does tiny it. mustache. Right, yeah. and you're, you're like, like Charlie Chaplin's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he keep yelling at everybody? He's oh probably out of films. Well, He's I've been so going. Clicky. I've been going to uh, GI doctors to figure out what the fuck is wrong with my stomach and why I'm constantly belching. Hey, hey. Uh, marry me. It's, it's my favorite thing about you. The Georgia belches. Uh-huh. You're good at it. I'm great at it. You're good at. I wonder if you have a be- like if people have belch scores. Like I'd say that your belch score would be pretty high. I would, I would compete. Yeah, yeah you know what sure. I mean. I'd be confident competing in that Olympic they, sport. It brings a party together. Does it, it does. or does it scare everyone away? It doesn't scare anybody. You say they bring a party together, but you're the only person from that party that I was belching at and told to stop <laughs> belching by my boyfriend. <laughs> he, well, you asked for suggestions. I think he was pressed. That's mm, he came but up also, with it pretty quick. It's. <laughs> <laughs> When I said, "Am I doing okay, baby? Am I like, am I being okay at this party?" That I don't know many people. Well, yeah, but um, you might want to stop belching so loudly. It's like a you're like a human frog. It was the only thing that made me feel comfortable at that party. I literally was on the verge of like, I'm gonna drop these mashed potatoes off and I'm fucking out of here. And then Georgia oh, started belching, like by a party myself. frog, because Georgia was wearing like a vintage dress and a matching pillbox hat or whatever. No, and I was I like, Oh, good. I wore my flip flops. I don't belong here. Uh, you know, the girl, the girl qualifications. I've, I've skipped all of them. I and overdo then- it because I'm a fucking man. <laughs> There's no other way besides looking under my dress that you wouldn't know that I'm a dude. Everyone must think Vince is just like ventriloquisting. He's just burping with his mouth closed and tugging a string behind him. 
Wait, but you, so you're going to GI doctors. Oh, yeah. And there, I, I'm learning so much about the gut and therefore gut feelings and oh, how right. it's actually gut feelings is the same as having a feeling from your brain. They call your gut your second brain because right. you make 80% of your serotonin yeah. in your guts. Mm-hmm. And number it's number two. I mean, there's a joke well, in there somewhere that I'm just sure. Yeah. I, there, oh, Sometimes if you just say number two, the joke will come. It'll follow after. And number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't you nope. guys? What have we learned? Don't don't push it. <laughs> number two. If we've don't learned it. Um, let's do another sorry. slumber party. Yeah, let's do another slumber. Ooh. Which one? Huh. You what? know which one? Huh. The snack. 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 Okay, Karen. Yeah. When it's late at night, like midnight, mm-hmm. and you're hungry, and you hear a ghost doing dishes <laughs> in the kitchen, <laughs> but you want to make a snack. It's a weird snack too. It's like it's like it's not like a snack you would share with other people. It's a snack that you're like. Well, I have this and I have this and I'm going to put these things together and I'm going to shove them into my face. Mm-hmm. It's a shame-free zone. Okay. Yeah. What? It could be any, like, what's the thing that you're like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll take kettle corn and then I'll pour coffee creamer in a bowl <laughs> and I'll eat it with a spoon. <laughs> it's, wow. That was incredible. It's like cereal. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's a like shame. cereal. The shame free zone, Georgia. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, I thought Karen. that was just for Karen. That, that was, helps. That was, I mean, truly, the gloves are off. I can say anything now. Yeah, try it's it. totally free. I did know when Allie was at the store and she was like, I gotta get snacks. What is Karen like? And I'm like, well, I know that she likes onion dip. Yes. Right? Yes. For sure. I think this past Super Bowl, I was by my, I was at home by myself and I bought onion dip, old school soup into sour cream with ruffles. Yeah. And then I'd say I, I got through the first third and then I was like, you had best put this away. <laughs> <laughs> you had best get rid of this. Cause you could, I mean, there's no reason to stop eating that. There's no, no and there's, and you get thirstier and thirstier and the dip is cold and <laughs> yeah. wet. So you're like, this is liquid. And it's, it really becomes very painful. The salt and the, well, the, what's great about it is that like, after like the first quarter, you realize, like you realize how, what the perfect amount of chip to dip ratio is and so you keep trying it and then you want to try like two chips to dip this dip yeah. yep. and you just keep experimenting I that's dip the, you dip we dip that's yeah. <laughs> exactly but that's also the kind of thing where I would get lost in it and forget that people could see me I would start getting very task oriented mm-hmm. and and like kind of forget that there was people around so I was like oh yes uh, just the right amount or just the right density or whatever. Horrifying. I only go to shit so because of snacks. You're just under your coat with the chip and the dip and the rest of the party. Can everyone happening? leave the room or I'll tell you what happened in the Super Bowl. Um, Live I think- tweeting your chip and dip. <laughs> Almost got it. So close. The percentages were just slightly off. Oh, no. I think the thing that's embarrassing but I really love, and this is actually, it's not like... Um, a jerry-rigged snack. It's actually an official party uh, hors d'oeuvre that my friend used to make when we lived in New York. She would always bring it. And it's a block of Philadelphia cream cheese cut in half. And in the middle, you fill it up with wasabi. What? Um, And then you stick the other half back on. So it looks like a big, huge, fat, green sandwich. (gasps) with Right? Crust cut off. Then you get some rice crackers. And then you get some soy sauce and you pour soy sauce over the top in a very 70s hors d'oeuvre way. So of it's course. Like, it just looks like a drizzly thing. Uh-huh. And then you just eat green 
did she, she make this up? I've never it heard was of her this. mom's recipe. Oh and God. we used to just we used to go to parties or have like parties because we all work together and just stand around this dish and just be like, just is it one of those things that's like it. so much better than you think it's going yeah. to be? Exactly. I guarantee you that it came out of an article entitled Oriental Party Dip. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Go. Who wants to go fly east for the flavor? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the, the tablescape for the photo is just, like, the most racist thing yeah. that ever happened. There's, like, Chinese stuff, but it's Japanese wasabi. Yeah. <laughs> no! A picture of Mickey Rooney from Breakfast at Tiffany's on the table, lovingly oh, no. placed no. in the center. I know, but it's so good, because if you have a Philly roll, it's all of those elements, kind of. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Except for the fish. If you which... put some fake, some K-R-A-B, some crab in there right. somewhere. Or some smoked Not salmon. Smoked salmon. Would be, a, would be a Philly roll. Totally. Oh my god! I'm you doing know what? It tomorrow. My mom used to make us, and I still kind of crave. You get a piece of um, like de- deli meat turkey, and you put a you put a smear of cream cheese down the middle. Yes. And then you wrap a p- it around a pickle spear. Yes. Pickle. Yeah. It is. I don't. I haven't had this since I was a kid, and my mouth is watering. So right is now. mine. But I think that's just because we're like, oh, so much vinegar. I gotta yeah. dilute yeah. it. Yeah. I used to do that with bologna. Uh, our latchkey kid situation. That is a latchkey like, snack. Was just like a two inches of cream cheese <laughs> on a wafer of bologna. Me, my my sister and I for our latchkey snacks, it was either Seven Up or lemonade, and just stacks of buttered saltines. Oh, yes. yeah, Butter, or toast. Yeah, just like six pieces of toast each. <laughs> it was white so bread or like brown bad. Um, sourdough. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, sourdough is good. And just watching all the reruns of Three's Company and learning all yes. about bad gender dynamics. Yeah, <laughs> my dad and amazing would let us clothes. watch it when he was home. We would have to like sneak it when seriously was home. Yeah, I think that's where I got my style from, Janet. Yeah, yeah. Company. I've wanted to go as Mrs. Roper for Halloween for like thirty years. I'll be Mr. Row. Roper. Will you carry a plunger Absolutely. and it seems sexually unattractive <laughs> to me? I will do that for you. What's your next? This is a good game. Yeah. Um, Halloween is coming up in like seven or eight months. It's coming up. <laughs> so you better get yeah, ready. Yeah, I hope you know. I know. What was you, um, if you had to be a Halloween thing, oh, or yeah. what were you last year? Or like, you what's your up? dream Halloween that you'll never do? Last year, it's so funny because I kind of, since that, I think the last time I honestly dressed up besides this past year, was in that haunted house. I dressed as Jackie O, got drunk at <gasps> seven, and was passed out for my whole party. No. I Wait. had, and it was Jackie O with the blood on her. So I had this kind of awesome, like, pillbox hat, 60s, one of those dresses that had the little jacket matching. Uh, like a, a Chanel suit? It, yeah, but basically. And I, like, we sp- sprayed blood all over the front of it. <gasps> oh and we're, like, God. all ready for the party, but I had already started drinking, like, at three. No. So by the time, like literally people, I remember my cousin John showing up and my cousin John was a guy with a toothache. So he came in with the thing wrapped around his head oh, yeah, I love and those. in a robe. And that was his costume. And I remember seeing him and laughing and then going and laying down and being uh, totally passed out for the rest of my life. And party. this is your early 20s? Yeah. You spent all that time splattering brains and blood on yourself. Oh my God. What? God, you were probably drinking like, uh, like wine coolers. Amaretto sour or something. Yes. Wine coolers. Ugh. There was a lot of Midori. For oh. some reason. Oh, no. Dory was like, when we discovered melon balls, it was like, hallelujah. Yeah. 
Um, but Keystone Light, for some reason, was like, I think it was always yeah, on sale the shit? at the like fake 7-Eleven across the street. That's a definitely a Sacramento drink, I think. Oh, right? yeah, I yes. know. Yeah, for sure. They Hams. must have made it up there or something. Hams? They had Hams, Hams was there. Remember Natty Light? Yes. People yes. used to drink Natural Light in my in the dorms. Yes. I would see them carrying like the 36 packs, like a ghetto blaster, these stupid, dumb white kids in Santa Barbara with like little soul patches and like hemp necklaces. <laughs> yeah. 311. Like, the worst. Well, people. I still hang out with people who drink like Bud and Bud Light and I'm like, what are you, do- what are you doing? Well, I think it's, my dad like is a humongous Budweiser like he's like a weird like lifelong fan will never drink anything yeah, else they have like this this uh what is it called affinity or like loyalty attachment. loyalty, loyalty. Yeah. yeah for sure I th- and also I think it's like a certain taste like when you're drinking for maximum in ingestion you're you don't want to like get all caught up in the complexity of an IPA <laughs> you're just like get this fucking beer down especially because you know you're going to be drinking for the next 12 hours yes you guys it's hydrating because it's three percent alcohol <laughs> yes. and 20 calories <laughs> per can and water from down by the river oh, i i have whenever i'm at a barbecue or something and someone's like do you want something to drink and you're like okay yeah what do you have and like well there's there's uh sink water or there's beer and you're like okay they're like you can drink the water that's the melted ice at the bottom of the cooler and you're like ah and i went to see. i went to a party last weekend like a like a cool girl's barbecue birthday barbecue and i was like do you want to drink this like yeah it was like shitty beer or a huge handle of warm vodka and there was a liter of coke and there was no ice and i was just like and there was like there was like refrigerator ice which makes me sad Mm -hmm. yeah fridge ice and And tastes weirdly salty yeah and then only solo cups and i was like what is happening so i would like okay well maybe i'll have a glass of vodka like a sip some vodka but i don't want to sip it out of a solo cup with oh that all of some old freezer ice yeah it tastes like like old peas oh it, uh, it, it totally slight there's always a garlic vibe yeah. that's where you need a vibometer to be like what vibe is in this ice <laughs> garlic garlic, garlic and like a couple coffee grounds yeah. do you ever do that where you oh, like yeah. you get some ice out and you're like i didn't put the coffee anywhere near this area you know what i think grounds. it's really we- a weird thing that they haven't invented like like covered ice cube trays is not like a normal thing covered yeah, yes, why isn't there right. like a basic plastic covering for, I don't know. for ice cube trays? I am, I Because also then you could tracer. stack it easier. Totally. Sorry, but you interrupted. Yeah, because you can, you always stack, I always stack them wrong. Of course. I can't, you, I cannot deal with ice trays. Like the idea oh, that Ali, you don't do that. No, if I'm going to go to my, my freezer and they're like, you have an option of eight ice cubes <laughs> is your maximum. I would lose my shit. I buy bags <laughs> of party ice. Oh, you do. I've been buying bags of party ice for 15 years where I was like I can't going to someone's uh, freezer and they're like yeah ice trays are in there and I'm like you have four ice cubes left <laughs> what are we gonna make do? some more you you should you could have spent your money on a really nice refrigerator I know that has water and ice yeah I know you spend so much money on ice bags and water, water things I, like my we've discussed my water situation on this podcast for two years and we talked about I, it alone too it's like not I, just the podcast I can't get it together it's the part of my life where it's like how did like how is that person still smoking a pack a day and you're like I I don't know like how am i still buying water <laughs> i can't figure it out like i i need to you need lugging to it up your, it? to your fourth floor apartment i'm really frustrated you don't want to get involved with like a narrowhead situation no or like because a- i don't know where to put the cooler in my home mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what to do with the seven like five gallon bottles of water yeah and then i still am gonna need i it, you guys i'm just i'm sorry <laughs> you seem so frustrated right now 
You're still going to need ice. I love you say that like there's going to be a situation where you're going to buy bottles of water and you get ice with it. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm not going to solve one problem and not the other I know, one. But you know, know what? This is what I do. It's very overwhelming what you, you're projecting. It's only problems. There's no solutions. No, you're right. You're right. I've, what I need is to own the home I live in, have a major filtration system, and then have an ice maker and a water dispenser in my refrigerator. But that's so many steps. Yeah, that's and getting a home. First. I've got some yeah. bad news. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you own a home. As a person who's got a home, yeah. I have never changed the filter in my <gasps> water thing ever. Is that I've thing lived there for to do? 10 years. Yeah. I think you're supposed to change it every once in a while. Where is the filter? What in is I have no idea. I, I think you'd have to pull the the refrigerator out and like it's behind it somewhere. I think it's going to be thing. calcified. Like it's there's you're going to find some cool shit in there. Here's what's going to happen, and this is the most annoying thing about life. You're going to do it. It's going to take you three minutes, and you're going to be like, "What the fuck yeah. is wrong with and me?" And the water's going to taste so much so better. so much better. Everything yeah. your life is going to be better. I know. Isn't it weird that I don't know how to solve my own water problem? But if you were like, "Hey, Ali, can you come over and change my filter?" I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that sounds yeah, fun. Totally. Yeah. That sounds like such fun because who knows? You could find like a have half of a man's finger in there. You could find like <laughs> a new is. species of like that's that taste of of ice feathers. I don't know. Or you could have been drinking mold this whole time and like de you're depressed and you, you did guys. thought you were just depressed and it's mold. <gasps> but it's it's a it's I'm drinking my own depression. Totally. I mean that would be great if that was Wouldn't the that solution. be great if that was it? If it's anyone, that easy. If anyone has water solutions, hit us up at Allie and Georgia. People at are Gmail. going we'll to. pass it on. I love that about our listeners is they're like here's a really random Oh, we should read that listener email from the the this uh, nose oh, boner one. Yeah. Do you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go on. But I just was going to say uh the last time I did dress up for Halloween, just to circle oh, yeah. all the way back around. Oh, bring it. Was because Matt, our friend, Matt McCarthy, uh -huh. had a Halloween party. And he said the uh, costumes were required. He did? Yes. Were you and dressed? So, huh? Yes. But you probably didn't notice because what I did was I went to CVS and I bought some blue scrubs, which you can buy at CVS. What? Nurses yeah. scrubs. I didn't know that. And I just went as the Ebola nurse. So... Because I didn't want to try and I didn't want to have like an outfit on and I didn't want to do anything. But I was like, this is perfect. And then I walked into this party and every person that I knew or was friends with at that party was not dressed up. And I was like, God damn it. Why did I fall for this? I'm not a dress up person. I, I bent over backwards because Matt, who he doesn't give a shit. And then the first person I see is Joe. He, of course he has no costume. Nobody that I knew yeah. at that party did. I hilarious. showed up and we had a costume on. What did you do? Vince and I were fucking uh, <laughs> Henry Rollins and, um, oh my God. Uh, Dio. Uh, Dio. Ronnie James Dio? No. <laughs> um, Henry Rollins and, um, oh my God. Help me out here, Dustin. Danzig. Danzig. Oh. What did I say, Glenn, Dio? I was Glenn Danzig Sorry. and he was um, Henry Rollins and we were in love. Henry and Glenn in love. Is That's like a nice. It was really book. badass. My dream. Wait, were we there at the same time? Yeah, you remember I crashed yours and Brent's conversation, and I was like, oh, I don't feel bad that I'm interrupting this private conversation because you're never going to fuck each other because <laughs> one of you is gay. So That's I have true. to say though, if you were if you were dressed as the Ebola nurse and you didn't want to be at that party, you'd just be like, gotta go in quarantine, fuckers, yeah. and you leave yes. after two minutes. Yeah, I and you're actually, out. You, I looked super normal. It looked like I came from work because I always wear clogs anyway. That's kind of how I based I based the whole <laughs> outfit on the fact that I need to wear these clogs. And I was like, all right, a bull in her, so that's good. 
But after a while, it was like very comfortable, and those blues are like look good with my features. Like it seemed like a good idea. Isn't it weird that you could probably just buy those at CVS and then roll around Kaiser and just like walk around all day and probably yeah. like pick up shit off of carts? You could get yes. an old um, like neck thing from a concert a or something. Yeah. yeah, just wear that around. Yeah, it's like, like a, an Aerosmith backstage pass from '92. <laughs> You're yeah. like what? Yeah. And you flash it at people. Like, You're like, like nurse, please go get me some gauze. <laughs> oh my god, nobody try that. You could just get free coffee all the time. Um, <laughs> can I? Can I tell you guys Such something? Good hospital I smell coffee. so bad right now. Do you I'm smell bad? Really you smell bad? We don't yeah. care. I can't smell okay, This is a pad cast. Everything smells about me. You I'm smell, sorry. you can smell as bad as you want. Do you want to hear, um, oh, yeah. should we play another summer party game or do, should I read a... Maybe we'll read that when we do a solo. Okay, we'll read it when we do a solo, but just know that it, it is concerning nose boners. We'll get there later. Also, what's another, email us people because you guys write the best stuff. Yeah, what's another, what's your next summer party game? Do you want to do... Let's do, what do you like? Let's do BB Boobop. BB Boobop? Let's do okay. Let's I guess boo boo more than bebop. <laughs> that was me computing. Like yeah. that was my brain going. What is it called when Hell. it's loading? Loading. Buffering. Buffering. Yeah, you were you. buffering. Should we do light as a feather? Should we do? Let's do book club. Okay. I like book club. Okay. Um, book club is just where we're like, what are you rating? Is what it we good? call it book club. <laughs> Easily, it's easy to organize when you have yeah, labels yeah. like that. They yeah. just file under book club. That's funny. I just went to the last bookstore for the first time, which is a the big, last bookstore with the big bookstore time. downtown. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to say it like I that. I know, but I like it. Um, which was nice. And so I got a book by Colin McCann, who I love as an author. He mm -hmm. wrote a book called Let the Great World Spin, which is amazing. Mm. And so he has another book called Transatlantic. I don't know if it's older or newer or whatever I just got it and then I got um kind of it looked like a it looked like an intelligent bodice ripper type book like it looked like an other <laughs> bullying girl type book yeah. that like when you're reading it you're like yeah okay you're a historical dramedy or you know drama a novel but you're writing about fucking yeah but it's just this is just like elizabethan fucking that's the only reason this book exists it's like not intelligent but it seems intelligent because it's in the fa in the past is yes it, is it but are they is it like historically accurate like i ripped her bloomers off or are they like kind of doing it kinky like they're like her g-strings were totally exactly <laughs> you're like wait a minute you're borrowing from the present and the past yeah. the ones i like are accurate because i really feel I don't want to read unless I'm going to learn something true and factual, mm -hmm. oh, unless it's by an author that I really like. I I want it to be some it, like almost like worth the time. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, that makes That's sense. Yeah. An excuse why I almost never read. But um, so like uh, the other Boleyn girl, I think was true. I mean, like that's just they just kind of made it. They dramatized it for the yeah. story, but it really happened. That's also, what I'm looking for. This, as I opened it the other night. Uh, it's about World War II and, and the Italian resistance and something and some girl and whatever. And some <laughs> boobs and dicks. She's actually reading from the summary right now. <laughs> the back of the book is like, it's supposed to be some shit There's with some like stuff. There's like a fucking girl in a sweater. And, and resistance. Uh, and you know, girl. a gun or what have you, cigarettes. <laughs> and... Um, but and there's a piece of art so on the cover there was the art and I, so i thought the book was from that era but it's actually a fake world war ii uh novel because so, there was all the it has a map so i was like oh a map i'm gonna learn so much <laughs> then i get home and check the map and it's all fake italian towns Shut that up. they say in the corner of like here are the fictional italian towns we'll be talking about Rick like, yeah <laughs> 
don't you do real Italian towns? Why don't you tell Italian me a real town, story? Yeah, then maybe yeah. that Italian town, like Pizzaville, is going to be like, we never had, we never had a That's couple that lived there. Pizzaville is like, Pizzaville is known for not having that kind of thing. There's, like, there's no Calzone. has ever been ripped in our town. All these, all these like housewives come to Calzone town to be like, where's the tree yeah. under which they consummated? And you're like, oh, yeah. The spaghetti tree. Yeah, you know when Matt Damon was the star of this movie that they put? I, I, I want to read some Elizabethan softcore porn. Yeah. I want to treat myself a little bit. <laughs> it's fun. I think it's like, we've all, we've seen and heard and know about people fucking in and say an office building or right. you know because the pool man came but let's go back to a different time and explore that it era let's go because the, the fountain man came the fountain <laughs> I'm here to replace the algaes <laughs> yeah. he's also 70 but it didn't matter back yeah, then because no, right. you're 14 like, and you're of marrying age and yeah. it doesn't matter who has what VD because everyone's going to die from one anyway everyone's yes. quite lousy with syphilis everyone is yeah. just that's why I can't take those seriously because I'm like no, you're going insane because you have syphilis and you're oh, yeah. trying to fuck. You're you've got so many diseases and it's just crusty down there. Yeah, yeah. so much crust. I mean, chamber pots, you guys. Ugh. Google it. Okay, Hi. wait. Ugh. Speaking yeah. of fucking, okay. Do you want to play fuck that? Let's play fuck that. Okay, so fuck that is a game we play at the end. It's two things. It's one thing you love so much you would absolutely rip its bodice off, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and another thing that you hate so much you're like fuck that. I hate it. So we'll start with the thing you hate. That way we end on a an uplifting note nice. we try we um, try i think the thing i really i was trying to think of like the thing i hate the most most and it's people who use smiling and positivity as like a weapon mm. <laughs> what monsters <laughs> yeah like those there's those people who are like hi all the time but then they uh, are like conniving and backstabbing and sociopathic but like Get they get get you off kilter because of the smileyness, mm. like Ew, literally you baring their teeth and using their teeth as it, so mm. you're offset of like, it's just that same thing of like going with your gut reaction where you're looking at a thing where you're like, well this is positive so I guess I'm in the wrong for having this feeling when actually they're just showing their teeth to you. It's not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just yeah. think people who I guess it's about fakeness or whatever, but it's just that kind of thing of like I would rather a person act neutral. And then be sincere when they're actually happy. How can you tell? <laughs> okay. How can you I gauge your sincerity? Yeah. Um, well, it's just like kind of long-term action, right. I guess. So it's kind of like you I, you take it for what it's worth as it happens. But then like it's the... I've just had that happen a couple times of the reveal where it's like, oh, no, that person was whatever, gunning for yeah. your job the whole time. Or that person was talking about you behind your back. Whatever it is that's like... I just have no respect for it because it's like, well, if you're going to be a sociopath, have the balls to just be an asshole. You know, what's cool is people <laughs> who are like just a, a dick. They're like, I'm a dick. And then they're a dick to you and we you can take it or leave it. What? I think it's funny that in this conversation, we have the balls to be an asshole or a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like anything else. Like don't be a pussy. Right. It's like, clearly the message. Don't get your titties in a twist. <laughs> Sorry, did I interrupt with this? It's like uh, no, you're the right. most like grundelicious. You know what? Be the grundle. Don't don't be a dick or an asshole. Yeah. Be kind. Have be ballsy. So be a grundle. Yeah. It's be the neutral territory. Yeah. Just just actually mean what you say. I don't know about or something along those dicks. lines about dicks and balls. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's fair. I think that's a good fair thing. Don't come at Karen. With a fucking smiley face emoji when what yeah. we really are 
upbringing is like what? Like a mm, meh emoji. Yeah. I think also, can I just say that I think talking about fucking under a, a spaghetti tree really put my brain like <laughs> in that valley spaghetti tree yeah. it was in the valley of moist fall and the spaghetti trees were in bloom in italy all these colanders on the ground I'm ready sorry. to catch the as spaghetti. they are yeah <laughs> oh. the, the colanders were in bloom ready to was catch that not, them is that if mine wasn't specific enough i can no. say there was a guy that cleaned out his trunk before he put his groceries away in a trader joe's parking lot that was totally packed, and I was the first person in line <gasps> with a seven-car line waiting, and he literally cleaned out his trunk. And I was like, what a you are fucking... a passive-aggressive yeah. L.A. douchebag of the highest fucking order. What a piece of shit. It what was kind of, crazy. What was he wearing? He looked like a dude that worked on a TV show. He was wearing a button-down Oxford and and dark curly hair and glasses. Like an yeah. actor or like a producer? Uh, like a writer. Okay. So he looked projecting. like he was, was he doing it in entitlement italics font? Because he looked <laughs> like he got whatever he wanted. In my opinion, his thing was, I'm just doing this now. I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh. it's that L.A. thing of like, this look, is, I got to get this done. This is part of my day. I yeah. planned this as part of my day. And, yeah. so. and it's never like inconvenience yourself to pull out and go pull on a side street to clean out your stupid fucking yeah, trunk. Yeah, seriously. Your clean trunk. out your trunk. Do it before you leave. How much do you want it? Did you wish you had like a Nerf bat where you could just go up and bop them on the head? <laughs> just bop them up with a Nerf. <laughs> you ever honk at people? I, I, I am an aggressive person enough that I will do the like what the fuck arms you know yeah, at, yeah, at the yeah. guy or honk at him don't you wish that your your everyone wishes this that their horn had a dial and yeah. you could set yeah. it to you could set it to two and be like meep I'm annoyed with or you. you could and because sometimes you want to do a meep but yeah. you accidentally do a meep yeah. yeah and then you're like yeah. now i'm the bigger dick because i was trying to alert you that you were being a dick like doing a meep, meep my 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 horn is not conducive to a meep it's yeah. like a <laughs> or nothing yeah, you know, know. You don't want to. You don't want to be like, popcorn. <laughs> well, and also mine's only a meep, so it totally sounds like go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's like the weakest. Or it sounds like you're being of... cute about it. Yeah, so exactly. Like, I... Hey, Mister. Like you Stop have an angry face. Trunk. Like no, 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 not that. Oh, God, Those are both legit, and I get both of them. And I Super legit. Wonderful. Okay. Georgia, what do you hate? I hate, okay, I love music from other countries. I love music from Israel and from Africa and from you are not racist. Middle East, and I love music from all kinds of the globe. You love world music. Except I hate world music. <laughs> Except, that's what I hate. I hate world music. I get it. I get it. I, I, I didn't want to ever say... You have say to say what the difference is. I didn't want to ever be the person on earth to say this first. But I get it. I, I, I love music from other countries. Half of my record collection is shit that I was like, whoa, this is a weird thing from the 70s that like got recorded in Pakistan. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. But I fucking go into a place and they're playing world music and I want to punch everyone in the face. Oh, okay. Is like, it because they have like a Peruvian flute and then there's some taiko drums from... Do you think world music no, is to all of the genres in once? It's more the people who are playing world, quote unquote, world music. It's like pick the you're playing Italian music right now. Pick that you're playing this, but don't don't make your fucking vibe in your restaurant or in your store or wherever the fuck be world music. Have you recently become a vegan? Is that what this is about? (laughs) God no, because that sounds like a vegan vegetarian restaurant move to be like all of our food is 
you know, gluten-free or what have you. Like that has anything world to do music. with world music to begin with. I right. think it's also something about there's a there's like a really smug pan cultural tone yeah. of world music DJs. Exactly. You're like you'll turn on KCRW exactly. on a Sunday morning. Uh, you're maybe Sunday's hey, supposed to be chill. We're playing time. some world music here. And they're so <laughs> smugly like, look at this stuff. I'm it's in Afrikaans. We're gonna and you're be like, a... I I know you're a white guy in Santa Monica yeah. and I don't like that you we'll are be being at the Hollywood Bowl call now to win tickets for blah 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 Maybe yeah. you hate it when a white male is an ambassador to multicultural sure. that's music. It. That's it. Or a like corp like a, a restaurant that's like, I know that this fucking dick, rich dick, and like his company and corporation owns this restaurant and you're trying to get a vibe by playing quote unquote world music. Yeah. Just play some jazz. Fuck you. Play some jazz. All right. That's Put on a little danzig. For Put God's some fucking dancing on. Some quiet, mellow dancing. Because it's almost like new age music. It's really, exactly. it's really, it's not legit world. It's just yeah. kind of like a, a curated. And version. it's like, you're playing this because you're here and you're like, yes, this is the weird thing I'm going for. It's not like, I love this, I love music from this part of fucking the, you know, of Africa. It's like, no, you're playing this shit to get like, cred oh my god is it the equivalent of a person who's smiling when they actually are yes. vacant inside don't <gasps> smile at me with your world music i get it be I a dick it. at me thank you dancing. ali what do you hate <laughs> with dancing <laughs> um i hate that i can't i don't okay i hate it when uh you're watching a reality show where they're trying to make two people mate with each other <laughs> like for example married at first sight last oh night oh god <laughs> And I hate watching people French kiss on television. It was gonna, it was gonna be moldy berries, and I, I didn't know which I hated more because <laughs> moldy berries are also a fucking stage five bummer. Yeah, uh, like like a rando blueberry that's just total mold in the you middle what? of the pack. Yeah, even the worse. worse, even worse. I do this thing where I take frozen berries from TJ's <laughs> that mm -hmm. I've carefully put in my trunk for twenty minutes. <laughs> And I pour almond milk over them, and then I cr crunch them down, and I make them into sort of like a sorbet. A sure, Th that's what we'll call it. We'll call it a sorbet. We won't call it an alleys alone eating blueberries on our couch at midnight watching reality TV. <laughs> but every once in a while, you'll be like, mm, "This bear is juicy," and then you'll be like, "No, it tastes like a moldy Ew. dish rag." Wait, frozen ones get moldy. Yes, and I don't understand it because they're all so dark you can't tell. Oh, I don't know that. I didn't know that. But then you're and then you're eating them, and you'll get a moldy one, and then there'll be two people being like, "I guess we're married now." <laughs> and your whole life sucks and that happened to me last night but let's end on a thing something we love okay Karen we're gonna end on your love <laughs> okay. your love last uh, Allie you wanna go what do you love I'll talk about something I love okay um, there's this thing that I realized happens this time of year it's around Easter you can go into the store Vaughn's Pavilions does this and you go into the egg case and you're like, what's up with these colorful eggs? They're pre-hard-boiled and pre-dyed for Easter. But you could just eat hard-boiled eggs. Well, that's the thing. is, they're so, You're supposed to buy them so that you and your husband can hide them in your lush backyard with your beautiful children <laughs> to celebrate Jesus. <laughs> but instead, I buy them by the dozen because I can crack them and adhere to a low-carb diet in case someone invites me to a pool party. <laughs> <laughs> and so wow. I have the fun of the dye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who cares about the dye? I just, oh. someone hard-boiled my eggs for me. That's, That's great. Dope. But I'm also wondering, so many people are going to throw them in the garbage after their dumb kids, put them in a basket. Continue. Where well, I was just going to say, are they're not the ones, you're not talking about the ones that come in a bag with no shell. No, 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 no. Have Slimy. you seen those? Yeah, Slimy. those are, those are, I tried to get those like when I was doing a low carb thing and they were, it was like, here's something to eat so you can barf. Like it was <laughs> the grossest thing I've ever looked at, smelled, taken a bite of. I believe it. It's like epicac, but in an egg form. Yeah. I always, egg I'm, I mean, I'm a person who, ipicac, egg a cack. Can I get an ikikak latte? <laughs> <laughs> Two pounds.
pumps. <laughs> two pumps. Sugar free. But because I, I can't justify buying hard boiled eggs in general because I was like, we have a show on the cooking channel. I should be able to boil some eggs for myself. Sure. But I was like, well, shit. If I don't buy these colorful hard boiled eggs, some dick's just going to put them in their backyard and throw them in the garbage <laughs> at the end of the afternoon. Yeah. I might as well buy these and eat them for convenience. You know, 15% of the time I go to hard boiled eggs, I forget that the water's there and I burn the shit out of everything. So I feel like it's an okay, like, yeah. number, number crunching wise. Sure. And it's the same, but you can go out now, and I am swear, I'm going to clean out bars and pavilions. Do it. All these people are going to be like, we don't have any eggs to celebrate. How do <laughs> we Jesus kids with? are going like to... Oh, someone's, we're going to have to do it ourselves. Georgia, what do you think? I love, and I started the first episode yesterday, and I'm already on like episode six or seven. HBO Go, there's a series. I'm fucking in love with it. It's called Getting On. What? Have you seen it? Do you watch it? Oh, yeah. It's so good. What is it? Brilliant. It's fucking Aunt Jackie. Who yeah, is yeah. the most incredible actress ever? The best ever. It's uh, what's her face from uh, Reno 911? Yes, uh, Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash, who's just like the, a princess of human conditions. Okay, she's incredible. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever. That is the best phrase I've ever <laughs> she heard. Needs to get Hands that. down, today, all you. Thank you. The she princess to, of human could conditions. Could that be the name of this episode? Princess of human conditions. Yes. She needs to get that tattooed on her back like a book blurb. <laughs> Like Georgia Hardstar, and Rolling it's the, Stone. Her and then the other nurse who I can't remember her name is Alex. The, she's the one from Family Guy. And, oh, she from and, Family Guy? and Mad TV. Oh, I didn't know that. I, um, I know her. I uh, Alex. Wait, is this the yes. show about the old people homes? Yes, it's right. a, yeah, it's the it's the war like the recovery ward for old people in a hospital, but they're treated like shit and they're all out of their minds except for Nisi. Now she's like. The, queen of princesses human condition and she's it's, holding it all down yeah and it's so well done i can't you i watched i binge watched it yesterday and i was so happy this is a potential spoiler alert so anyone okay. mute it but did you see the one where alex borstein gets drunk i just watched that one. Oh, the very last moment where when she, she comes leaves back in yeah no like and they, drinks water she says yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. There's just a moment that talk about princess of human condition. It's so real. It's very plain. It's like if yeah. you were sitting there writing, you'd be like, "This isn't going to be good enough." Yeah. The way they played it and yeah. the way they did it, I cried for like ten minutes. Yeah. It was this thing. It was just a friendship thing. Yeah. It was a very real moment mm-hmm. of like I know what you're about. somebody's a pain in the ass. Somebody. It's like a thing of like when you tax someone's friendship because you're just a human being yeah and you have to and I they like and they accept you right because because they're just like i've been there too yeah it also it's, has a lot of fecal jokes right the it's it the first episode didn't it took me so long to watch it because of that because i hate fecal jokes but then it's just in the very first <laughs> i hate the word fecal it's disgusting there's some jokes in there but it's not there's not a lot oh i want to watch it's this. so it's okay real it's and good brilliant and, and aunt jackie what's a real name i don't know i, I do she's so she's so bad She's such a bad person. Not like, oh yeah. God. She's like your classic awful boss. Yeah, and there's just like, a, there'll just like be a shot of her eating a salad and she's <laughs> like chewing cud and she's such a good actress that yes. she makes herself look disgusting. Oh, sorry. We're going, I'm going, I don't know. It's I love it. Amazing. It. Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf. Yes. Oh, nice yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. Way to pull that, that was out important to me. Um, it's important that I said that. Karen, kind of, I'm so impressed that you got everyone's name out. I know. <laughs> well, I do love that show. I'm t- the queen of somebody that's like, oh my God, that's my favorite thing in the world. And they're like, what's the name of that actress? I'm like, I don't, I know. <laughs> I've actually only seen two. I've skimmed it. I'm, I've just heard about it. I read about it on Twitter. Someone else told me. <laughs> uh, what do you, Karen, what do you love? I mean, in general, I was just going to say, in general, which is so dumb, but like I love going to the movies so much. That's great. I just love it. But 
particularly, we went and saw that the Scientology movie, which is, I think, on HBO now. It's not. Is it it now? doesn't have to be like a movie movie. Yeah. But like getting to see inside when I first moved to L.A., it was 1994. And I was so scared of Scientology. It was the weirdest thing in the world to me that this humongous cult was just flourishing in the center of the city in these big, crazy buildings. They were legitimate. They were legitimate. There were people that I knew that joined it. They, like It was a real um, threat, I guess, kind of. like I remember the LA Weekly did a huge article on it, and you couldn't get the LA Weekly anywhere on Franklin because they would come <gasps> across the street and take all the LA Weeklies and throw them away Holy so shit. that you wouldn't read how they're harassing people and calling people pedophiles and just flyering their neighborhood saying this person will touch her child and make people move and all this oh crazy shit and like really scared me and so like going to see that movie the other night it was like a full circle of like it's over like the, it like what they say in this movie and what they talk about are all the things that I remember thinking back then of like how is this possible and going on and it's kind of like the it seems to me to be the end of an era as long as I get that money away from them but it was just kind of an going incredible clear? going clear yeah it's really good and it's on HBO now because it's an HBO documentary oh I want to see yeah. this yeah. I you know when the moment I stopped being afraid of Scientology was is I used to live across the street from then and I uh I saw the bailiff pants they make their female employees wear. And I was like, oh, you're not. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> you're not a threat. Yeah. I was like, look Why? at how you make them wear. Because they make them wear the bailiff pants that go mid-waist and then they have a weird pooch of pleats. And I was like, yeah. you don't have anyone's best interest in mind. <laughs> and you're not going to help anyone's career. If you did, you would put them in some low-rise Banana Republic slacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, clearly they don't have any good costuming people. No. To yeah. like who devise. You do it to break it down. You know what happened also is... I'm sorry, this is a dumb story, but I'm sorry. But okay, Go. just really quick. So I lived across the street from the main Scientology Center, the Celebrity, celebrity Center, center yeah. and on, from the roof, I could look down into their gardens. And once I was looking over and I saw a whole room full of people in uniform doing these weird like movements and they were, it was like a ritual and I was like, holy shit, I'm going to crack the roof off. And then I realized they were just, it was just a Tai Chi class. <laughs> But I was like, I saw something important. <laughs> that happened to me You're when I hypnotized. When I was, I'm, I'm when I was San Francisco the first year I lived there, and I, I got on the bus one day, and everyone had this black mark on their forehead, ah. and I was like, this mm. is a cult. Like I thought it was yes. like the day they stood still or something, and then then I learned about Ash Wednesday. <laughs> yep. No, which as a Jew, I had no idea that was a thing. No, that's so funny. And I yeah, and I, I lived that. in L.A. where you don't see people on the street ever. Yeah. So when yeah. I lived in San Francisco, I got on the bus, and I was like four people and I got freaked yeah. out. And there's some, there's more, ca there's more Catholics and Christians yeah. in San Francisco, I feel like. Yeah, but it's, it's like, yeah, for sure. it should be like National Aaron Neville Day where you just, <laughs> remember Aaron Neville with the big mall? Oh, yeah. I, saw, I was out this past Ash Wednesday and I saw a few and I was like, it's so, it's so weird because I haven't seen it in yeah. forever. Yeah, you don't see it here. It's so old school looking. Yeah. It's yeah. so clearly from like, 1000 AD. Yeah. I know. Because it's just like, ashes on, the face you know what though if you lord <laughs> if i read on like allure.com that you could take a matchstick and burn it and use it as like awesome organic eyeliner i'd be like okay like i'd smear ashes on <laughs> my face you can, right? yeah i think you can uh, can you i think monica from friends god i just keep p saying people's character names and not there uh courtney courtney love cox. no <laughs> courtney cox courtney recommended Thorn that smith? No. <laughs> nope 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 courtney thorne smith yeah i haven't heard of her oh. doesn't she just go by courtney Thorn now? Oh, I'm sure she did. Did she get divorced? 
I don't know. Can I tell you a really good party game? Or if you're on a date and you have nothing to talk about, please <laughs> name any celebrity like Courtney Thorne Smith and go, how many Twitter followers do you think you have? <laughs> and then you guys both guess. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. And then whoever's right gets to leave. <laughs> About. You get out of the car now. Like, and goodbye. <laughs> Wait, can I do one spoiler of that movie yeah, yes. that is just my favorite, favorite? This is really... You texted me. My, the, is it what you texted me the next morning? Yes. This out is of the my blue. true favorite thing. Yeah. Of going clear. I think I told Alice, From this but movie. I couldn't explain it. But okay. Please yeah. explain it. In the movie, they say <laughs> that there's this big ranch that they owned. And when Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman first got together, he called and said he wanted a field, like a... A field for them to run through, like a field of flowers. It had been his dream. That was his dream. So they built him one, and then oh. that crazy David Miscavige, who is like the crazy he was Hitler, the star of the show. Yeah, uh, he went out. They they it, they put in a huge field of wildflowers for Tom and Nicole to run through, oh. and then he went out and said it was wrong and had them pull it all up. <laughs> Oh and this is how these people are spending their fucking oh days. I knew so many waitresses who were in Scientology and like they're t they had to tithe a certain amount and like it went to buy a wildflower patch. Yes, for Nicole Kidman to fall into. Like in slow-mo in their minds. Oh my God. It was my favorite thing I've ever learned or like it was like factoid and it was clearly like this secret insider information where you're just like, that's better than any ritual or any weird Tai Chi thing that they could be doing. It's like, no, they're actually doing this. You know what? I this bet though, real. I bet if there's anywhere on earth that has a holodeck, like in Star Trek, it's like, it would be a Scientology center. Like they yeah. have a room where it's like, beep, bop, 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 bop. And it's yeah. like, it's a field now. And you're like, dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're going to be the first people to make an actual holodeck. Sure. You, you guys mark my words. Also, please don't kill us. Holodeck. <laughs> Hello. Holodeck. Hello. Booyah. Booyah. Y'all's. Well, with that, where can we stalk you? Uh, How do we where find, to find you? you? Um, not if you're a Scientologist. Not. <laughs> uh, at Twitter. Karen Kilgariff at Twitter. And that's about it. That's um, all I'm interested in being found out. <laughs> what about your album? Plug your, your beautiful album. Oh, I have a live album called Live at the Bootleg. It's so good. On a special thing records that I made a, two, a year ago, two years ago. A year. Is ago. that available on iTunes? Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Download it. You guys should download it. it. It's fucking great. It's live. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being on this podcast with us. You Karen. guys, thank you. It was so yeah, fun. You're great. Yeah. That was awesome. This We've is been super dope. Allie and Georgia. And, um, this is Feral Audio. Thanks, Dustin, for being Feral Audio. Look at hey. more awesome podcasts at feralaudio.com. Yeah, and subscribe and. to us probably and leave us comments probably and email us. Allie and Georgia. Weird shit. Tell us about your water system. Yeah, yeah. You can find us on uh, Twitter also, Allie and Georgia. We're on Instagram if you look for us. And um, thank you guys again for rating and subscribing because we are climbing these cameras. Comedy charts number 69 yeah hey so text hey a friend forever, text a friend right now and tell them to start listening that way you guys can start using inside jokes from it oh yeah, we'll strengthen yeah. your relationship <laughs> bye guys Feral audio